Hello and welcome to another episode of Confused with Mona and Julian. And this week, this week, Mona, we're looking at the power of promotion. What is the power of promotion, Mona? Go on, blind me. Yay! Power of promotion. So the most recent, it's the the most recent example uh, in the power of promotion is, and I don't know how many of our listeners had a chance to look at this, but uh, there was an amazing promotion, a free giveaway, and brands do this all the time, but there was a free giveaway that was run by Krispy Kreme Donuts um, in um, Australia. There's nothing to not like about that, is there? Definitely not. Donuts (laughs) in the time of social distancing, love it. Mm -hmm. Um, a big, uh, they were celebrating that as part of their, I think they were eight, they're, they've turned 82 years old or 83 years old as a company or as a brand. And they were giving away one free donut to everyone who had their birthday between some date between June, July or whatever. Yeah. Now, the catch is here. Everyone had some. Everyone who had their birthday had to officially give in an ID and obviously register online, which is a good, smart way to do it. But they had to turn up at one of the locations and collect their free donut and give them some ID and collect that free donut. In a normal situation, in a normal scenario, when the world's going um, uh, sunny days and everything's good and fine, that's great. But uh, there was a little bit of an error in terms of the brand who forgot that we're in the middle of a partial social lockdown. And the queues, some of the queues um, outside the Krispy Kreme uh, uh, centers were uh, not following any social distancing rules and things like that. And that's where I think they had to cancel their second it's, second it's promotion. Worth- it's worth queuing for at least five hours for a Krispy Kreme donut, isn't yes, it? Yes, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> ran out of. They, and I think I read the figure somewhere online, and it was meant to be three hundred fifty thousand donuts they were expecting to give away in that first day off. And they ran, some stores ran out of their um, donut supply by in the first four or five hours of the uh, of the promotion. Uh, now, great idea, good idea to promote. Now, I was just uh, what intrigued me there was uh, sometimes. Uh, there's a lot of power uh, in promotion, in promoting a brand that way. Obviously, the reason was great. It's a good brand. There is people are loyal. People do want to they like the taste of the donuts and things like that. But uh, the timing was not right in this sense. So what I was thinking was um, there were a few ideas that I wanted to share as to how else they could have done it. And they could have still uh, stick to the main idea of the campaign, but the delivery would have been different. And lately, I've been really um, thinking quite deeply about what can brands do now to make that delivery aspect of their service or their 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 product more relevant to the times that we are living in? How can mm-hmm. I mean? Obviously, they're not going to change what they do, but how do they change the way they deliver it? Yeah. So how, okay, so how could Krispy Kreme have done this differently apart from sending me personally a box of donuts? I think they could have partnered which, with Uber Eats. Which I have to say, I think we deserve now for having given them a good promotion. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> Your box anyway. of 12 Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and this, anyway. this post is no way affiliated or paid by by Krispy Kreme. <laughs> no, all's the pity. Anyway. <laughs> we'll let you know if we get the donor delivery. <laughs> Anyway, so we're supposed to be guessing. So, how could they have done it? What would you? How could they have done it differently? Uh, look, I think there were multiple ways of doing it, and if if um, I'm sure the campaign was thought about 
quite earlier on from the marketing team. This was not put together in a day uh, because it was a key milestone of the brand, 82, 83 years old. Um, but I feel uh, I feel they could have partnered with Uber Eats and still got the same number of people to register and uh, got those things delivered if they, I mean, rather than just delivering one donor, they could have obviously partnered with Uber Eats and said, anyone who spends over 20 will be getting receiving their free donut with the next Uber Eats delivery. Um, That is a great option because then you don't even have to worry about um, um, huge queues outside. You don't need to worry about staffing. Yes, there might be some sort of a logistical um, understanding between the two companies, but again, collaborations are a big thing these days. Both Krispy Kreme and Uber Eats are very well-known brands. Uh, Krispy Kreme doesn't have to come up with a new um, technology or with uh, with drivers and everything else. Uber Eats already does that. So they're facilitating that side of things. And I don't, I'm pretty sure uh, Krispy Kreme's already on Uber Eats. So uh, people who want to order could have actually ordered it through their login and done it that way. And that could have, that could have resolved a major Uh, that could have still complied with the social distancing rules and the brand could have still gone ahead. So this was just an example to get people, get our listeners thinking about this delivery side of things. But are there any other examples, Julian, that you've come across that you feel uh, are quite relevant in terms of how the service delivery is happening? I I think there is somewhere, fundamentally with promotions, where you're looking at what are you trying to do? And some of the famous ones that are miss aligned. Um, There was, for example, a a famous um, promotion in the UK for Hoover, which went badly awry, Mm. where they were offering um, for uh, return flights to Europe and eventually North America uh, when you bought any Hoover product. So you had a a holiday of a value of or flights of value of £600, which you could potentially get if you spent £100 on a new uh, vacuum or or a washing machine. And apparently, you know, stock was flying out the door. They'd lost um, they'd actually lost market share with competition and they decided this was a good way of, of getting market share back, but it succeeded beyond their wildest dreams in that it, it turned bad because they underestimated uh, the likelihood of people going, hold on a minute, if I buy a hundred, I mean, it's entirely logical when you think about it. If I buy a hundred dollar, hundred quid vacuum cleaner, I'll get a 600 pound flight. Mm. Well, you you know, if you're going to go on holiday anyway, you think, well, all right, um, that's great. That mm. that mm. saves me five hundred quid. Mm. Um, so yeah, it went badly wrong and cost the company millions. Uh, the director and head of marketing of the company had to resign um, because of it. It really backfired badly, and there were, you know, people yelling trying to get their holidays. The the I think even the company they did it through went bust because they couldn't cope with the demand. Oh God! I think. I think it's where sometimes with these things, you have to think of the consequences and who you're trying to reach. And sometimes the great ideas, which are fantastic, when you look at it from a practical application point of view, Mm. sometimes, Mm. you know, this is where, what is the purpose of this? What are we trying to achieve? And sometimes I think thinking about what can go wrong, I, I 
really don't mean this from the point of view of, well, don't do it. But if you do do, if you do think of the consequences of the actions, which I think is something you have to think about, okay, what would happen if just doing a little bit of thinking about sometimes, you know, it's it's where some people don't want to hear bad news. Mm, it's, mm. it's bad news if you actually think about the consequences of, of the actions sometimes where you can think, okay, if it's oversubscribed, what do we do? You're at least ready for it. Um, mm. And it's a bit like Krispy Kreme. You know, this was probably started and it was planned before COVID. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. What? didn't happen was somebody didn't put their hand up at some meeting and say hold on <laughs> you know we've now got our target market at home with nothing to do mm-hmm. who uh, you know we're encouraging them to come out and come to our shop for free samples where you know whereas perhaps I don't know one in ten of the recipients would have been at home and would have been available to turn up at the store to collect their free sample. Mm-hmm. You're now looking at, you know, 60%. Mm. So mm. demand would have increased mm. by commensurate amount. And I think that's that's where sometimes it's actually thinking or, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the right term. I don't want to say catastrophizing because that's wrong. But it's it's thinking about... What are the consequences? What can change? What are the variables? What should you think about that may uh, change and and cause an issue with your promotion? And I and I think one of the one of the big things is within the service sector where you and I tend to focus, there actually isn't enough uh, promotion or actually thinking yes. about. Yes. Yeah, do. you're right. You're right. And and I think the biggest takeaway there is actually paying attention to the current events. Now, I feel every single service organization there has to relook at the way they are providing and delivering those services and, yep. and include that and update that in their marketing material and go not only just say it in that marketing material, but actually deliver it. Think of changing yes. those things because we are in a period of unknown. We don't know how long this is going to last and what's not what's happened, what's not. If business has to go on uh, in some sort of a way, we now need to say that, okay, this is the new normal or this is what we have adjusted and adapted and this is what we are changing or tweaking. And then obviously tweak and test and see what works and experiment. But that you cannot no longer now just pick something off the shelf or in your on your uh, Google Drive or wherever that marketing brochures saved and just resend that thinking mm. that was current and relevant in 2019. But hey, it's not, is it? Is it? Ask that question. Is it relevant now? Is it? Is it doing exactly what we do? Is it saying exactly what we do and how we deliver now? Because people, yep. consumers are really interested. Clients are really interested in knowing uh, how will you deliver it? Is it contactless? Is this, is this how it's going to happen? And some of the other yep. service sectors, it's happening already. They oh, yeah. are actually saying that it's completely contactless. You can do, and they're giving multiple ways of doing things, but not. I have. I've, I'm yet to see it in professional service brands that they yeah. actually, yeah. Come and up it's with. actually uh, thinking about how they're doing things that are actually easier for your customers. Mm. So instead of you having to drag yourself into our office, we'll do it with you online. Mm. Um, you mm. know, it can be quicker. And if mm. you think about, you know, the length of time that one spent physically moving yourself to the office of your uh, lawyer accountant or professional services provider not having to do that any anymore and mm. actually talking to them um, online mm. 
uh, can be a great time saver for mm. both. It may not be, um, you know, it's it's you don't have to spend half an hour in the car or even two hours in the car mm. or on the train. And that's what's changed now. So marketing's really, um, and that's important because if there was campaigns that are planned out months in advance and they're sitting there on the shelf in the in in an, in an organization, then obviously, uh, in the middle of everything that's happening right now, there is bound to be slip ups, and it'll be hard to consider. Uh, what's going and come up with a new idea and come up and go ahead that saying, okay, we need to change this and tweak it. And that's why it's really important to kind of, if I can use that cliche, have that finger on the pulse and go, okay, this has changed. We need to, we need whatever things we are sending out or promoting has to take into consideration the situation we are currently in. And that's yeah. when suddenly you become relevant because you have thought about it. I'm not saying in the first go, any brand or any organization will have the right answer, but they're at least thinking in the right direction. Mm, very true. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Mona. I think that brings another My episode pleasure. of Confused uh, to an end. I'm still confused. Um, <laughs> still we'll speak scared. to you next week. Julian. I'm sure we'll take away all that confusion. Oh, yes. Yes, that's that's one promotion you can guarantee. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. Thank you, Mona. Listening again, listeners, and uh, we'll we'll see you next. We'll listen to you. Do you say we see you? We'll we'll hear you. We we won't hear you because you can't talk to us. But we'll, we'll <laughs> talk at you next week. Bye. Yeah.